Alright, uh, so sound test, both of you just say, like, the nicest thing about me you can think of. I mean, you're not that ugly. Um... You got nothing? Yeah. Tuesday podcast episode 121 with your hosts Tyler Dryblatt, Sam Ginsburg, and Mike Boris. Here is Tyler Dryblatt. Yes, thanks, Sam. Welcome back, everybody. We have two more um, breweries being bought up. We have somebody trying to sneak beer into Saudi Arabia. And also, uh, well, what I think is maybe a pointless app, but I guess we'll see about that later on in the show. Um, so look forward to that, everybody. Boris is on. Hi, Boris. Hey, dudes. I know I heard you say that you're really excited about your beer. I'm pretty excited about mine, so I think we should just get to it. What do you have? Let's do it. I have uh, Oscar Blue's Death by Coconut Irish Porter. Um, huh? 6.5. It's a uh, chocolate coconut porter i poured it out and my room was immediately filled with the beautiful delicious smell of coconut um so i'm gonna try it out Ooh. um it's quite tasty there's uh some good malts up front um it's not like a super aggressive coconut but it's definitely there and the coconut kind of sticks around uh kind of hangs in your mouth like a little little sugary from the malts and a little bit of coconut so I like it so far. First sip was really good. See how I feel at the end. Nice. Samuel, do you want? Are you excited about your beer? Um, I was. I I kind of just cheated a little bit and gave gave it a first taste, and I I'm I'm a little bored. <laughs> oh, well, what was it? I have New Belgium plus Ben and Jerry's salted caramel brownie brown ale. Oh yeah. Hmm. Um. So I was ex- not doing that much, huh? I was expecting this to be really sweet, and I guess, like, with salted caramel, like, I have a lot of interesting dynamic flavors. Like, they could use a lot of um, Crystal 60, Crystal 80 in this and, and add some interesting tough to it. Or it could be overpowering chocolate, which I also would have been okay with, and this just kind of doesn't taste like that much. Huh. Um, it's just like an ale? It's it's definitely a brown ale, but... Huh. Let's I, like, just... I, like, keep... Going back to it because I think this must have more to it, and it maybe it's because I just finished eating a barbecue brisket sandwich that was kind of sweet. Okay. I'm hoping that maybe as that wears off, this gets better, but I don't think it's going to. Well, you have like uh, pretzels or chips laying around? You could grab some no, little salty snack. Yeah, I'm gonna go grab some tortilla chips. Good call. There's an idea. But you don't have to wait for me to do that. You can keep doing the show. Oh, okay. Well, so. I think, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this beer on the show before. I have 21st Amendment Brewing uh, Toaster Pastry. What? Finally! Yay. Yeah. I did a thing. Nice. So, um, yeah, it's a, it says India-style red ale is what they claim. Uh, it's 7.6% ABV. It pours 
uh, pretty red, to be honest. Looks like a looks like your standard red ale. It's got a big, thick head, but it smells exactly like Heady Topper, um, which you loved, right? I did love Heady Topper, but Heady Topper was also not supposed to taste like a, a toaster pastry. Oh, that's true. So, yeah, so I'm not sure. So let's see what it tastes like. Hmm. It definitely does not taste like Heady Topper. I'll tell you that. In a good way or a bad way? Well, I th- I'm not sure. I don't know. This is a weird beer. It doesn't really have that much toastiness. You know, there's not that much maltiness going on or breadiness. But I, it definitely tastes like jam, which is odd. Is, so When you say toaster pastry, is that like specifically a Pop-Tart? Or is that could it be a more... Uh, traditional pastry type experience. No, I think it's supposed to be a Pop-Tart, but like Pop-Tart is a copyright name, you know? So they, they did not get Pop-Tart to sign on to this. Well, here's the deal. Um, they made this, it says on the back here, they made this uh, because their new brewery used to be a toaster pastry factory. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And was it a Pop-Tart factory and they just can't say Pop-Tart? Ooh, that's possible. I actually don't know. I refuse to believe that Pop-Tarts are declining in any way, so no. Yeah. Unless maybe yeah. They, they had to upgrade to a bigger facility, then that would be okay. Yeah. They gotta put out more Pop-Tarts. I don't know. It just doesn't... There's... It, like I said, there's no real maltiness or breadiness. There's uh, kind of what I thought was a surprising amount of Pops, but with India in the title, I guess I shouldn't really be surprised. Um, and it definitely tastes kind of like strawberry jam, so... Uh, it's a weird beer, and hopefully I'll have more to tell you about it at the end. So I associate the word India with, like, high hops, high alcohol. Is this either? Like, what? what's the word India doing on there? It does have high hops, and it's at 7.6. Okay, so that's pretty high. alcohol, yeah. Cool, okay. Yep. Yeah, so that's, that's what it do. That's where we be. Sweet. Uh... Should we go into an article, or does anybody have a burning personal story they want to tell? A burning personal story sounds like you got an STD. Oh, that would be a great topic, though. Speaking of STDs, we haven't talked to Boris in three weeks. I'm sure he's been on some dates. <laughs> Ooh, um, Boris has been on a few dates. All of them have been just, like, meh. Like, I, don't, I know you guys, you guys have been out of the dating sphere for a while, but did you ever go on a date with someone, and you're just like, there was nothing wrong? I just, like, am not particularly, like, I don't even care enough to, like, see what they're up to again. Yes. I, I don't think I've ever been on a date that boring. I feel like if nothing bad happened, may as well go on a second date. And, like, because, I don't know, I th- think first dates, everybody's nervous. And if you go on another date or two, you know, you can kind of be yourself more. And if they are themselves and it turns out they are uninteresting or incompatible, then that's fine, but I don't know. I feel like if a first date goes better than bad, you may as well go on a second date. <laughs> really? Well, because I've even, I don't know, like, I've been on bad first dates, and it's just been like, all right, well, that's, this is easy, like, that will not be happening again. Yeah. But, I don't know, I went on a couple in a row, and they were, it's, I think it's really just the fact that it was, like, several in a row, and they were all just, like, so average. That I was just like, eh. And is this is this off that Tinder tip? 
so I've been I've been rocking Hinge, which is like slightly different. I can't keep up with you, young kids. I know. So I Hinge is so a similar concept cool. to Tinder. I feel like I've explained this on the show, but in case it's your first time tuning in, uh, and you're over the age of forty or Sam. Um, Hinge is like Tinder, but like it links you with people you have Facebook friends in common with. Oh yeah, that sounds familiar. Um, I think it's it's supposed to give you more like accountability. Like I don't really want to just fire off dick pics to people who like we have mutual friends in common because theoretically our mutual friend would be like, what the hell? Why did you send my friend like your gross dick? Which is why I had so much trouble with Tinder because it 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 is linked to Facebook and everybody is friends. With Roach's fiance, and I was like, I can't send dick pics to any of these women. I know it's really it's cramping my dick pic style, but I'm somehow getting more dates out of it. I don't know. Huh? But they're not good dates. No, they're not. Okay, so that's the thing. The I got best dates, dates you go on, on are gonna be with women you meet that reply positively to dick pics. Right. Obviously. Yeah. But anyways, okay. So there's that whole thing, but then uh, outside of the the online dating sphere. I kind of began hooking up with a coworker recently, not like oh. a, a lady Tinder. Like we technically work at the same company, but I would have never known she existed. Like someone who I like see in the office every day. Oh boy, and that's a little odd. You're on the highway to the danger zone, Boris. I am. No, yeah. I fully recognize this. Okay, but it's like fun. So how about right. that? Right. Is it fun it's because serious. because it's naughty, or is it that she's cool? Uh, both. I don't, I don't think I'm really getting off on the fact that, like, I shouldn't be... Right. Getting off but, on that. Right. Right. <laughs> I get it. Do, <laughs> do you think it's possible at all that the reason that the other dates have seen seemed meh is because you're actually into this girl? Uh, well, these, these haven't really overlapped. There was, like, a string of shitty dates, and then this started last weekend and continued oh. this weekend. Oh. Uh, is she in the room right now? She's not in the room right now, no. What's uh, her what's her number? <laughs> Do you want it? What's her dick look like? Yeah, what does her dick look like? Uh it's it's pretty small, which is nice. You know, because I'm not I'm not that flexible. Right. But, right. Um but it's there, you know. You can't miss it. Classic. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I'll keep you posted. Cool. Well that's Good, I hope it works out. Yeah, what's well, it's just like I've never had this weird dynamic where I just have to like pretend like we're normal when we see each other most of the time. And then yeah, and then like sometimes it's cool to not pretend we're normal. Right. And then and then sometimes uh, bound. But yeah. Bound. We're also just like both pretty determined not to let anyone at work find out. Uh-huh. Which you is we'll do something. Sorry? It's a good thing you're putting this on the internet, then. Yeah, you know, I just need to make sure it's in a place where no one will ever hear it, so... This seemed like... This is the perfect podcast. I swear to God, if anyone at work, like, was just like, holy shit, I was listening to my favorite podcast the other day, and you were on it, (laughs) I I wouldn't even be mad. I would be like, you know what, you can tell everyone at the office, because this is dope. Well, that's cool. That's cool. The nice thing about, uh... The, the guest format we have, it's like, with Jed back in the mix, it'll probably be a three-week cycle. Three weeks from now, we could ask you about this, and you could be like, oh, you mean my girlfriend? 
Or you could be like, who? <laughs> Three or weeks on is... the other end of the spectrum, I could be like, ooh, that. Or you could be like, hey, yeah, well, I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> three, uh, three weeks is a long time for a, for a young man like Boris. Anything can happen. It is. Ages. Yeah. He's a young buck, aren't you, Boris? Oh, I am. Thanks, Tyler. Sure. So, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I want to do an article. I want to do a funny article. Uh, so from QZ.com. A smuggler tried to use Pepsi stickers to sneak 48,000 beers into Saudi Arabia. So, uh, Saudi Arabia, you know, is, is a Muslim country. and uh, It's a dry country, right? It's dry as hell. I'm getting to that. So, yeah, since they're a Muslim country and the drinking of alcohol is forbidden by the Quran, they're, they're, they're a dry country, um, which is a bummer, dude. That's rough. I mean, they can move, right? What? They can move? No. You can't move out of Saudi Arabia? I mean, maybe if you're a dude. Definitely not if you're a lady. I Fuck, mean, man. Saudi Arabia Just, just like open moving is also a very, like, you kind of need a lot of money and marketable, like, job skills. You, Syria? Yeah, like, you probably, if you're okay in Saudi Arabia, there's not a lot of incentive to move. Unless you want to get crunk in a club and fuck them hoes up. Right. Unless you want to get crunk in the club like some enterprising young smuggler did. Um, He tried to bust across the border with 48,000 cans of Heineken beer that he honestly just, like, wrapped in some cellophane to try to make it look like uh, Pepsi cans. Like, it's not a terrible job. You can see the pictures here. That's pretty good. I'm kind of surprised that they found them. Yeah, there's a stack of cans... And, like, you can't really tell that anything's wrong with them, except there's the one dude holding one, peeling it off. And, it's, yeah. I mean, that makes it pretty obvious. Yeah. But, uh, busted. Dude got busted. And, I don't know, he's probably going to get fucked up. Doesn't say anything here, but probably not going to be great for him. This dude's not going to get, like, beheaded or something, is he? No, probably. He might get, like, lashes, though. Fuck. They love lashes over in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia is also one of our biggest allies. I also hate Saudi Arabia. <laughs> These have been Saudi Arabia facts. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, see, it says right here, a 74-year-old British man was sentenced to flogging earlier this year for making homemade wine. Damn. Oof. Yeah. Well, wine sucks. Yeah, wine does suck. Yeah. But um, good effort, dude. I mean, I like, I like your attempt it's pretty funny to me this makes me feel like it's just fucking impossible to get anything past these guys <laughs> this is a pretty good tactic <laughs> yeah yeah i wonder how they how they got it you know were they like nobody likes pepsi in saudi arabia maybe a coke country maybe dude was like yo let me get one of them pepsis and he was like this pepsi is making me feel funny and happy what's up also it tastes not like pepsi yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But. Yeah, well, I hope they don't go too hard on him, and good on him. That sounds fun. Does sound fun. I would I hang was, out with them, given the chance. I've actually heard about, uh, you know, people trying to sneak booze into Saudi Arabia before. It's actually mostly diplomats, you know, because they have diplomatic immunity, and they go on, like, booze runs to other countries and try to big, 
bring back like shitload of booze in their uh, like embassy limos. Yeah. So I'm just trying to now imagine like a dry country. Like what? Think about how much of a culture change that would be for America. Yeah. It's like sit down with your buds, watch some football, and drink some Seven Up. Yeah, man. Like, dude, slow down. That's like your sixth Seven Up in the past two hours, yo. It's cool, man. There's no caffeine in this. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> You're not driving home, right? <laughs> I feel like if we were a dry country, we would definitely be legal. Oh yeah. The, po- the population just needs some sort of out, you know. Yeah. Either that or. Everybody would smoke cigarettes. Yeah, that too. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of how they counteract it in the Middle East. Like, I think everyone there smokes cigarettes. And hookah. Uh, and that's poor Middle Easterns. Yeah. Also, all those bombs. That's pretty rough. Oh shit! Yeah, that too. Yeah, but like the no alcohol man. Is this <laughs> is this insensitive? Probably. But Probably. I mean, for the second time tonight, I'm thankful that no one will ever listen to this. Yeah. So ever. Uh. Yeah. So that's that. That's that's all in Saudi Arabian news. Um, oh, hey, so when I clicked out of that article, it took me to the next article, and a little fucking ad on the page is about Fallout 4. Do any of you fuckers have Fallout 4? No, they didn't make it for Wii U, I told you. I forgot, I forgot. Boris, do you have Fallout 4? Uh, I've watched my roommate play it a little bit. He's very oh, handsome. Oh, man. Um, I'll be honest, I played Fallout 3 for about 10 hours and found it, like, okay, and then stopped because I got bored of it and didn't pick it back up. That's fine. 10 hours is a decent amount of time before you get bored. It's true. It's true. Um, No, I don't know. I just sort of, like, it's a fine game. I just don't really see the whole, like, let's shut down the internet for a week while everyone just plays Fallout 4 all the time. Like, I had several coworkers who, like, took a day or two off. Yeah, same. Like they weren't even, they weren't even shy about it. They weren't like, oh, I have to like, take my wife and kids to the doctor. They were like, no, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be out playing Fallout 4. So you want to hear about how everything I own is falling apart on me? Uh, absolutely. That sounds hilarious. So I woke up yesterday and came downstairs and turned on my computer, and there are all these weird black blotches across my screen that won't go away. Like dead pixels. Yeah. I don't know what happened. It looks like something fell on it, but there was nothing around it. Nobody stepped on it, you know? It's just, like, fucked. It's fucked up. I can still use it, clearly. I'm recording. But, like, I can't see a lot of shit. So that sucks. Well, pretty unhappy about that. Tyler, we got roughly the same laptop at yeah. roughly the same time, and I have a new one now. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, like, yeah. you might be pretty much done with that one. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it out till Hanukkah and use that sweet sweet cash to get a new one. Yeah, it's a good play. Yep. So that happened, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I came up with my Hanukkah plan and decided to just ride it out. And then today, as I was biking to school, I had to slow down for a car and almost died because the fucking brake popped off in my hand like a cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. So that's also my primary method of transportation. So my whole life is going down the shitter. Is it like the plastic of the part that you squeeze, the brake just snapped? Uh, yeah, but it's like worse than that. Or the cable snapped. Yes, they both snapped. Ooh, that's rough. So I don't even know, like, if it's worth it, 
you know? Uh, you're like mildly experiencing the the joys of owning like a shitty old car. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Really it's like, oh, do I just get a new one or do I like continue to put the the repair cost into this one? Except yeah. it, he's in a better situation because he lives in like a hyper liberal kleptocracy where it's just socially acceptable to steal bikes from people. I mean, that is how I got this one that I'm using right now. So yeah, so just. Just throw his bike in the middle of an intersection and go steal someone's bike. That's what everybody does, apparently. <laughs> just pay <Yeah>. forward. <laughs> well, I mean, I am certainly just going to leave this thing somewhere. That's definitely going to happen. You don't? Are you not good enough? I, I mean, I shouldn't judge you. I don't know shit about bikes. But are you good enough that you could fix this or, like, scrap it and cannibalize it? Or is this just garbage now? Um... I could, like, probably rig up some horrible Mad Max-style pulley system. (laughs) That actually sounds a lot like you, so... Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's... it's Like I said, it's my primary transportation system. Like, I'm on this thing every day. I don't want to... Like, every time I break, I don't want to have to take my life into my hands. You know what I mean? So, I I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go talk to the people I usually take my bike to and just be like, Bike broke, what do... Let's see what they say. Probably, know? probably give me money and I'll give you a bike that works. That's how repairs work. Well, no, but like they also just like give advice. Like they don't just, you know, I can be like, should I fucking get another bike? Should I repair this thing? Can I repair it? Can you repair it? What's the dealio? Yeah. They'll let me know. That's cool that they're not just like, no, we'll repair it. It'll cost $400. Yeah. Before yeah, before I did my trip, I, I took it upon myself to learn some shit like this. And if it's just the cable, like replacing that shouldn't be too bad. One thing I like about bikes is that there's so many small parts that are all the same, so you can just sort of replace them as they go. Yeah, but I don't know. Up to you. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. See if I find a bike just on the side of the road, in between now and when I get. Do the shop. On the side of the road with a man under it. <laughs> hey, uh, probably, what's this guy doing on my free bike? Get out of here. I'll give him the sweet release, and then I'll have his bike. So you give him a hand job? No, I'm going to kill that motherfucker. Oh. Uh, You're probably due for one, right? You haven't stolen a bike in a while. Oh, I thought you meant a hand job. Well, you may or may not be due for one of those. I don't know what you get I'm up to. I'm probably due for a hand job, I'd say. Man, every time I get a hand job, I'm like, oh, classic. <laughs> classic. Throwback. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh, boy. And well, usually I I'll mean... exclaim that. Well, you know what? If you guys don't want your hand jobs, I will take them. No, I'm taking my... I said I'll take mine. Three I'll seconds. Shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> I get it. Hey, do you guys want to do the porn game now? That seems appropriate. It does. I have three, but I'm not going to use all three. Uh, I have one that's not great. Okay. Uh, I have none and might have one by the end of you guys doing yours. So, so you're doing it Jed style? Yeah. All right. Sam, do you want to go first or should I go first? Who's playing guitar? Uh, that's my roommate. Sorry, I can't really do much about that. Butthole. He's trying to, he's trying to make friends. Uh, no, he's not playing Wonderwall, so... And he's not <laughs> in a stairwell. Right, right. <clears throat> um, I'll start off. Okay. This uh, is based on a movie. Oh. And, see, the title itself isn't that bad. It's just there's only so much I can give you synopsis-wise. 
Uh, it's just about a a a dick that uh, finishes in a vagina. Huh. Okay. Penis. Nope. Wiener. No. Cock. No. Shaft. No. Rod. No. That's all of them. Man, this segment has just become. Uh, name as many uh, synonyms for this thing as you can. Member? Nope. Huh. And so he finishes in the vagina. So... Is it like an odd one or an obscure term for penis? Uh... It's, it's medium obscure. Clearly. It's not the first one that would come to mind, but I... You've said weirder ones than this one. Sure. <laughs> so is cum in there then? Uh, the past tense. Came. Yeah. Is in in there? Uh, so there's a word with in in it, and I don't think it's technically a compound word, but it's kind of like a compound word. Like into? Sort of like into, but not into. Came is is came in the change word? Uh, no, came is in the original. Oh, okay. Well, that's helpful. Uh, Do you guys want some hints about the original? Sure. Yeah. Morgan Freeman's in it. Uh, so that narrows it down to only eight or nine hundred movies. Right? Like all of the movies ever made. Yeah. You guys have done Shaw's Skank Redemption at some point, right? I don't think we have. Alright, well, there's one. Um, <laughs> you did it. Yeah, I made a thing. Oh, gee, a dong came inside her. Correct. Wow, that one's pretty good. What is the original? Along Came a Spider. Mm. I've never heard of that movie. It's so it's I... based on a James Patterson book. Yeah, that's an old. That's kind of old movie, isn't it? Uh, 15, 20 years probably. Okay, that's not I'm terrible. I like not, it. I'm not. Cool. I'm okay with it. Yeah. After last week, I'll take. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm not getting berated, so I'm pretty pleased. Right. Let's see, which one do I want to use? Okay, so this is a movie. Although it might have been a book first. That's not really important. It's a movie, right? About a dude who is on the prowl for gays. Queer Hunter? Yep, it's the Queer Hunter. Uh, Man, you were just all over that one, Samuel. I was. Because I was like, "Mm, this is probably going to be offensive. Found it. (laughs) <laughs> i don't think that's offensive i mean obviously like someone who hunts queers is like not great but well i think we've also had this discussion about whether queer is an offensive no, th- i kind of mean that if you don't take it in terms of a man seeking a man to fornicate with and you take it as a man hunting a man for his <laughs> right. sexual identity that's pretty offensive right 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 um boris you got anything it's it's bad but i got one okay. Let's hear it. Um, This is a guy about a guy who gets blowjobs on various kinds of transportation. So, we did brains, brains, and automobiles before. Uh, I was just doing brains, trains, and automobiles. A brain. I think we had. I think brains, brains, and automopenises might be the (laughs) title of an episode. Okay, that's worse than mine. (laughs) No, I know. I, I. I think we we riffed on brains, trains, and automobiles, or brains, okay. brains, and automobiles, or something. Or maybe I just guessed that because I'm an idiot. So I I missed that one. 
But yeah, that that's the best I can come up with this week. That's fine. I thought of another one. Should I do another one and just save three I have? No, save them. Okay. This is a limited resource. I mean, I, I guess I guess people are going to keep making movies, but I feel like we're burning through these faster than movies can be made, and not all movies you can do this with. Like, we got invited to see Maze Runner two this weekend. I don't think you can do it with Maze Runner two. Also, I don't want to see Maze Runner 2. Don't see it. I don't I don't even know what that would be. I've never heard of Maze Runner 1. Uh, it's the prequel to Maze Runner 2. The only oh, thing I, I can Maze do two. <laughs> The only thing I can do with that is Maze Rimmer Poo. And you would get shouted at for that one. Right. But like, you know, there's something. At least Rim right. and Poo are thematically connected. That's true. Yeah. No, I have no idea. Or like Blaze Comer 2. That's like, pretty bad. Jizz is pretty fast. Right. Or like fiery. Ugh. So I guess we're done here. Do you guys want to talk about uh, National Novel Writing Month? No. Nobody wants to talk about that. Have you got? Have you made any progress? No. I told you I'm not writing this year. So why I've, would you ask? That? I've actually been I've actually been celebrating National Novel Writing Month. Have you? Uh, in my in my, in my own way. I'm not really much sure. of a fiction writer. By okay. reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm also not much of a reader. <laughs> okay. Uh, as of like a week ago, I am published. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. If you guys, uh, I'm sure you guys both subscribe to the Australasian Journal of Combinatorics. Of course. Mm-hmm. So it's my favorite magazine on combinatorics. So yeah. next one's coming in soon. Well, I'm pretty sure it's all online. Uh, but coming you, into my inbox. Right, yeah. Uh, the paper that I wrote, well, the paper that I co-wrote like four years ago, isn't it? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that the one that got your Airdos number? It's it's pronounced Airdish, and also, yes. Well, you know what? I was fucking close enough. No, no, you know what? I should give you plenty of credit, Tyler, because it is spelled Airdos, but dude's super foreign, so it's pronounced... Thanks. I have an Airdish 3, which for someone my age is pretty impressive if you know what an Airdish number is or care. I do, just not how to pronounce it, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. And that's me tooting my own horn. You guys want well, to talk about something else? <laughs> no, if you could just toot your horn a little bit longer, that would be perfect. I, I, wish, like I, I wish I had a fart locked and loaded so bad right now. <laughs> oh, God, me too. I, I used to... Do you want to just take one, to, like, next time you have to fart record it and splice it in? Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I won't. Ugh. I used to always make sure that I had one. Like, if I had to fart, I would hold it as long as I could because I knew I would Just need one. timing? Yeah. Cause like, what kind of monster are you? Because I was like, mostly I did it to you, honestly. I would uh, wait for you to say some, some dumb shit and then rip ass. And, and everyone would be like, that's gold. And I'd be like, I know. <laughs> that's very upsetting. It explains a lot. We should probably do some more explaining to our audience. Yeah, we got some hey, explaining to do. Here's an app that can do some explaining for you. From gizmodo.com, find out if that beer is crap or not using this augmented reality app. Uh, that's... What? That doesn't make any sense. I don't think it's that big of a deal, to be quite honest. Um, so the first line is, it's being called Shazam for beer. There's an app by this company called Let's See, a Korean startup, that uses your your smartphone camera, like you 
hold your beer in front of your smartphone camera, and on the screen it pops up like a bunch of different tasting notes and ratings and like the ABV, IBUs, stuff like that. So this is uh, just like that's kind of cool. But I mean, it's it's only aesthetics, right? Because you could just go to Untapped or Beer Advocate or Rate Beer and yes. just read yes. stuff. Oh, it's totally nerdy. Like I just think image recognition is really cool and i appreciate the like software effort that went into this like i wouldn't i don't think people need this at all being impressive technologically and being worth making are different things yeah well i agree but i also kind of want to i want to go to bat here for the the guys that made this because sometimes you make something that's like you think it's completely worthless but then other people are like whoa you did this that's really cool like now that we know how to do this, we could use this in, like, a medical context or something like a, that. A context that isn't totally stupid. Right. I like, see what you're saying. This this code <laughs> could be used for stuff less stupid than this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, um, there was an analogy on a, a podcast I listened to recently where someone um, – I forget what they actually discovered – Oh, they were talking about, like, when they discovered the structure of DNA, that it was, like, a double helix. People were just like, oh, okay, like – congratulations, you figured out the shape of this thing in our body. And then it turns out that that's, like, actually really interesting. And other people use that information to, like, talk about the structure of DNA and how we can use it to, like, improve people's lives. So I think this is really fucking cool. You know Uh, what? You sold me on this. What the fuck's this called? I'm about to download it. Even if it is. It's only available in Korea. Oh. Um, I have hide my ass at work. I might try and get it. (laughs) Wait, you have what? It's a, I have a VPN service that allows me to spoof my location. Oh. We needed it for testing. Like, there are certain places you can't log into our website. Right, yeah, you're talking about the Nevada thing. Yeah, so basically for that, yeah, I had to get this service that allows me to, like, VPN into Nevada and then try and go to our website. So Tyler finally came to bat and brought a beer we talked about on the show before. Uh, do you think... By the next time you come on, you can see if this app is worth having at all? Uh, I will try my best. Cool. I mean, you might be able to download it, but it's also only going to download in Korean. Oh, that's yeah. Fine. that Yeah, that's a really good point. So this is not worth it if you're in America. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> the, um, the image has, like, a bunch of Korean writing, but it also has a 3.5 stars on it, and that part I can read. That's fair. So maybe yeah. I'll try it out. We'll see. Yeah, that's fair. All right, yeah, go for it. I think you should try it out if you can. Well, it says there's also Blipper, a similar app that lets you scan stuff. But I don't – is that – that's probably not beer-based though. Does it let you scan all the stuff? I don't know. I'm reading this like as I'm talking about it. Oh, okay. Um, it looks like it can read some brands. Like if you hold it up to Clorox, it can be like, hey, this is Clorox. Like, I would give this a zero <laughs> out of five as a beer. <laughs> or if it's like a malicious app it'll give it like a five out of five and be like drink immediately five out of five would drink again if i weren't dead oh hold it up to wood yep that's wood <laughs> <laughs> um so i don't know yeah i i agree with both of you sam i don't enjoy the application necessarily because i think it's unnecessary but boris i agree that it's cool that somebody can at least do it yeah, no, so I think it's cool that they can do it, and also, like, I feel like I have a similar argument about, um, this is functionally, like, turning a beer into a QR code, and I think QR codes are, like, the stupidest thing ever, because, like, just type in a URL, like, it's not that hard. 
Um, and I guess the, the similar argument here would be just type in the name of the beer. It's not that hard. Right. Yeah. But millions of people like really enjoy using QR codes to like not have to type in URLs. So yeah, except not so much anymore. QR codes. I feel like I don't see them nearly as much as I used to. I feel like now they're kind of like a mystery. Like when I see one, I kind of want to scan it just to see what it is. (laughs) Mostly I just get sent to Goatsy. (laughs) I think it would be hilarious if someone just like printed out a bunch of QR codes to like websites like that and pasted them in public places and you just watch people like accidentally pull up porn on their phone. (laughs) That'd be pretty good. (laughs) Malicious. Malicious. Oi. Man, like teenager me would have done that in a heartbeat. (laughs) See, I was I would have been too much of a hipster, and I would have made it linked to like foodnetwork.com, because then people would be like, "What am I doing at foodnetwork.com? What's this QR code? What's happening?" <laughs> That's silly. Uh, Becca made a bunch of stickers of my face, and I put them all around town. Are you doing some exit through the gift shop shit? <laughs> Nobody should introduce me to art, man. <laughs> Wait, why? Just, like, for fun? Like, she had a sticker printer and... Yeah, well, it. she works at, like, you know, she works at the office supply store, so she can just make stickers and shit. That's cool. Can she mail me some? Can I get some stickers of Tyler for Christmas? Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. So just, uh, fucking... We're friends on Facebook. Send me your address. Will do. All right. I will wear one for a day and report back on whether anyone asked me who the person on my sticker is. Where are you oh, wearing yeah. it? That's key. <laughs> Uh, I think just, like, left breast, you know, where a sticker generally goes. Okay. Over my heart. We sent some to somebody in Boston. Was it me? No. Ah, well, you should send some to me. Okay. Then you can send them to two people in Boston. Oh, that's true, yeah, because you're, I forgot that you were right in Boston. I knew you were in Massachusetts, I forgot it was Boston. You're, you're. You thought, you thought he was in one of the other cities in Massachusetts (laughs) that anyone can name. Apple. Worcester? Uh, Worcester is one, yep. Yep. That's it. This, That's is, the this is the shittiest game ever. That's Provincetown. Provincetown's home to all the gays. Uh, it is. It is. They just call it P-Town. I yeah, don't know. they also That's... have a dope Army-Navy store, which is weird, but it's true. <laughs> LOL. Yep. It's because you can't ask what the price is. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty outdated joke. Right? I like it. That's a joke people were making when we were three or four years old. <laughs> that might be the first legitimately good joke I've made on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, funny. I told everybody, Sam, I feel like you should have a story. What? Be- getting into the Australasian Bureau of Combinatorics? It's not Bureau. Journal of Combinatorics isn't enough for you? I guess it's pretty good. Do you get any scratch for that? Uh, I mean, well, no. Is this oh. from shit you did in college? Yeah. It took you, like, three-plus years to get into this journal? Yes. Well, it didn't take me doing it. It took... Yeah, because she wasn't trying to get it in there. It took our advisor doing it. Apparently, she submitted it to, like, a lot of places. To put okay. it in perspective, when when I worked with her, she was childless but pregnant. And now she has two kids. Damn! Damn! So that's the kind of shit that can happen while you try and get a paper published in math, apparently. Damn, that's crazy. Yep. Wow. All right, fine. I guess you told the story. I guess you're good. We had a trivia night. It was fun. Cool. That's, I mean, 
Not a whole lot to tell. Did Zach continue his uh, undefeated streak? Of course he did, that dick. Yeah. It came down to the wire with that final question, but he got it. He is like your only friend who's good at trivia. (laughs) I bet I would be good at trivia. Yeah. Tyler, next time we do trivia, uh, we're going to Skype you on 3Sex's iPad and put you on someone's team other than Tyler. Or other than Zach, and we'll see what happens. I'm down. I'll do that. Cool. Let me know when it is. Maybe we can make like a remote team. Yeah. Team not present. The, the thing away is, team. If you uh that's a good name. The thing is, everyone would just accuse you of cheating. And well, you would, everyone could suck a dick. They should know me well enough to know that I would never cheat at trivia. And you would need at least one person here to like correspond with you, right. or you would have to just sit on my desk, but then I would have to listen to you guys jabber jaw. I mean, we could uh, I was going to say we could just G-chat each other, but I just pictured myself spending, like, a week at night in my room just G-chatting Tyler. <laughs> to play like, silently. <laughs> and, like, I didn't really like that image, so I think I'm going to back off. That's only marginally worse from recording this podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we do it on a Monday. <laughs> you mean a Tuesday? Uh, Tuesday, yeah, that's why we record on a Tuesday. You guys are the fucking worst. Speaking of, uh, the Texans are playing in Tuesday night football, so if we could wrap this up. (laughs) Okay, well, let me just real quick mention that, oh, so you know Ballast Brewing Company? I like, I like Ballast Point. Sculpin? Yeah, with the Sculpin. They got bought up recently by somebody named Constellation Brands, uh, for like a billion dollars. Literally, one constellation. Billion. Who? Constellation Brands. Huh. So not like a brewery, like a branding company. I believe so, because I was looking, and it doesn't say like anything else that Constellation Brands owns. I don't know what they do. Uh, it looks like buy companies. Yeah, I guess. I guess they just own other companies. They're just like company slaveholders. It sounds like. Oh man, Ballast Point is was founded by a guy named Jack White. I like to think it's that Jack White, but it's probably not. <laughs> probably not. Um, he like had a split with his other brewer, Meg White. Well, the thing is that Meg White's beer was okay. It just like was thoroughly uninteresting. Like she just right, made like the same lager every year. Right. See, it's it's. I think this whole metaphor works really well because much like Jack White, Ballast Point's beers are actually pretty good, but I think overhyped. Oh, how about that? Ooh. Right? I would agree with that. So, um, yeah. So, uh, but they got uh, bought out for actually $1 billion uh, by this group, which is That's pretty crazy. kind of incredible. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so good for them, I guess. Probably. Probably good for them. I don't know. I guess it is a pretty big... Like, you guys... You get it in Wisconsin and California, right? Yes. Because we get it here in Boston, so that means they distribute pretty much all over the country. Yeah, I, th- yep. I thought it was California-based, is it? Uh, I believe so. Oh, yeah, San Diego, it says. Yeah, yeah. And I guess now we'll probably see them even more. Maybe huh. their prices will fucking go down. As long as their quality stays where it is, and we'll see, which is like, we've kind of gotten on this theme a million times before yes, about will, will it affect quality and i think that we haven't really gotten a chance to try stuff after these uh transfers yet but well, like i don't know when when ballast point is gonna start like 
being managed by Constellation? Or maybe they're not. Maybe it's just now Constellation gets money. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. I'm not a business person. No, we should get Lauren the Big Unit Hurst back on here. He knows shit about shit. That's fair. Um, but I thought, you know, since we had talked about Ballast Point several times, I thought it was appropriate to, to bring that up. Um, but I am ready to go to Rate Town if everybody else is. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. I don't want to start, actually, though. Um, I can start. Great. Uh, I'm going to start with um, Oscar Blue's Death by Coconut Irish Porter. Uh, coconut Chocolate Choconut says the bo- uh, can that it came in. I love this beer. It's very good. If you like coconut, you should check out this beer because I know that coconut, I feel like, is a super divisive flavor. Yeah. Like, people either love coconut or hate coconut. I hate coconut. See? I enjoy coconut. There's, like, not a ton of people that I think are, like, middle of the road about coconut. Maybe Tyler's one of them. But but everyone I talk to about coconut is, like, either top five favorite flavors or top five least favorite flavors. And I'm in the top five favorite flavors category. Um, So I love this beer. Um, I think what I... What I like about it is it sort of keeps the porter style. Um, it's very malty, and that sort of gives it the chocolatey backing. Um, and it's a little bit sweet. It sort of has that, like, lactase sugar in it. Um, and the coconut's not too strong. It's not just like we dumped a bunch of coconut extract in it. It's like, hey, you should discover the coconut as you sort of drink this beer. And it kind of stays with you, just the coconut, not really the the gross parts. Um and it's 6.5, which is not super heavy, uh, but it's nice and drinkable, especially on a cold fall day. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna give it 8.5. I really I wow. like it a lot. I recommend it to anyone who likes coconut. Um, if you don't like coconut, probably don't have it because you won't like it. But if you like porters, I think it's a very good porter, too. All right. I'm not really sure. It says it's an Irish porter, and I'm not really sure what the difference is between, like, like, what makes it an Irish porter versus anything else? It gets uh, sunburns really easily. <laughs> probably that. All right, so if you like your beer sunburning, you should probably check this out, too. Sounds sounds pretty fair. I had New Belgium featuring Ben & Jerry's Salted Caramel Brownie Brown Ale, uh, 6.25% ABV. Some of that brownie brown chocolate is in the nose and if you really hunt for it you can find it uh in the taste too but the caramel is kind of really what i was looking forward to and there's none of that there isn't i mean i I didn't want it to be a goza or anything with the word salted in there but i thought maybe it would have just a touch to it i didn't detect any of that this was really just a, a pretty watery brown ale with a tiny bit of chocolate in it which is just like Ugh, so disappointing because this this sounded good and I was pretty I was pretty stoked for this beer and I, I'm just like ah eh, fuck it, um, so I'll give it a three two, like it's not terrible but just ah it's so frustrating. So anyone who has like a a crazy hard on for New Belgium or Ben and Jerry's like a completist, uh, it's a it's a must have for the completist but. There's there's better brown ales all over the place, and this is uh, brown ale's not really a style that I get behind all the time because I think usually it's kind of boring. But this is even boring by brown ale standards. So uh, if if you really like Ben and Jerry's and you gotta have it all, that that's really all I can say for you. 
Okay. I guess that makes sense. I had uh, 21st Amendment Brewery's Toaster Pastry, India-style red ale. Um, I kind of feel the way Sam does, but maybe a little more generous. Um, it, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It, it did taste kind of like strawberry jam a little bit, which was cool, but it was just too hot forward for me, to be honest. Um, I think if you're making a toaster pastry, you should go a little more toasty malts. Uh, this was a little more hot forward, um, and I thought that was kind of inappropriate for what they were doing. You know, it didn't taste bad. It, it was a very tasty beer, but I, I like when beers actually do what they say they're going to do. If this just said 21st Amendment Brewery's India-style red ale, I'd give it a higher rating. Uh, but it doesn't. So I think I'm going to give it a 6. And I will recommend this to people who, I don't know, people who like slightly different IPAs. You know, it's not really just your classic IPA, but it kind of is, too. You know, so that's where I am with that. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. You know, a six isn't a bad rating, um, right. but it just wasn't the complete package. I don't think. Right. I thought. I thought India Red was a or India India Red. Yeah, was a weird like choice for if I wanted to make a pop tart beer. Uh, I think I would first question that decision very heavily, and then I would choose like a Hefeweizen or something that like can be a little bit sweet. Or typically is a little bit yeah, sweet. Yeah, it would definitely have to be something weedy. Like, yeah. just, just something that... Because I feel like Pop-Tarts are like 90% sugar. Like, it's got to be sweet if it's going to taste like a Pop-Tart. Yeah. And so you kind of yeah. have to go with... Like, IPAs don't really lend themselves to sweet. I could see maybe like a, a porter, a stout or something too that usually comes with like a chocolatey flavor. Yeah. So like I said, I don't know. I just I just felt the, the hot balance was a little inappropriate for what they were going for. Although it didn't taste bad so there it is yeah that's fair yep uh sam what do you have for next week uh so i've got a beer from a brewery you guys probably never heard of it's pretty underground uh ballast point brewing company mm. uh-huh. <laughs> uh i have calm before the storm cream ale with coffee and vanilla uh okay so usually i think that cream ales are boring but this uh-huh. this one's gonna have coffee and vanilla in it, and also it's not going to be brewed by Nuglaris. So those are all things that will certainly help. Nice. Um, you don't like coffee though, right? I like coffee and beer. I just don't like coffee by itself. That's fair. All right. Well, I guess I should close this out, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, if you have anything to say about us, you can always email us at brewsdaytuesdaypodcast at gmail dot com. You can tweet at us at Day Tuesday. You can comment on our episodes at com, Or you can send up a semaphore signal. Uh, I'll, I'll be sure to spot you. Don't worry. Other than that, don't let the bastards keep you down. Join us next week. Bye, everybody. Cheers. Mike Gears, catch all your tears. Drink the remedy, forget about your problems. Here comes the shot, lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problem. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need. And take your medicine, you feel better. Right. I have to go watch my team lose horrifically to one of the best teams in the league. Have fun.
I will talk to you guys soon. Oh, that, was, that was upsetting that we did that at the same time, Samuel. Yes. It really was 